0: Welcome everyone to Love vs. Hate. My name is Anne and I'm your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, our mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate and argue about the things in life that we love and hate. And some of the
1: time we agree, but
0: sometimes we don't. But we always try to find some common ground. And I, I'm hopeful that we'll find common ground because we do both enjoy podcasts. We do? <laughs> I know, surprise, right? We literally are on a podcast right now creating one whoa 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 and today i'm gonna to be talking about a new form of podcast that i have been absolutely obsessed over lately i cannot stop listening to them they are so good and that is investigative journalism podcast they're so interesting i and feel like they would be interesting i think you would like that i gave them the chance Because you like, because, so if you were to just Google right now, like investigative podcasts, a lot of the stuff you find is like crime related, like crime investigations. And you like crime thriller stuff. I mean,
1: I may or may not have followed daily a local crime uh, investigation, no, not investigation, but uh, what is it called when they're like at trial? A trial. (laughs) Yes, And everyone at my work was like, why are you obsessed? And I was like, why aren't you obsessed?
0: Yeah, this is interesting stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I I see. Exactly. See, so I do think that if you find the right, like, um, topic or right, like, story that they're writing, Mm -hmm. I think you would really like investigative podcasts, like, outside of the realm of, like, you know, crime. Because that is a big one, obviously, because they are doing an investigation and I get that. But I'm going to be talking about ones that are like more that investigative journalism side, where it's like journalists going out, following a story, getting, you know, all the details and then putting together a podcast and talking about it. Okay. And I have just found it absolutely fascinating. And the very first investigative journalist podcast that I listened to was Wind of Change, which I did make Emily listen to and I have talked about previously on the podcast. Mm -hmm. But I just, I fell in love with this idea of, in Wind of Change, basically the whole podcast is about this song that was written by the Scorpions called Wind of Change. And it's this whole idea of was this song, which was influential in Russia and over in like kind of the Eastern side of the world, like it really propelled this movement of like freedom and standing up for yourself. And it really kind of caused this like change in the world was this song written by the CIA? Or could it have been written by the CIA? And so that's what the podcast is about. And it was just like so interesting to me.
1: Yeah, it was really interesting to her.
0: <laughs> Not to Emily. Uh, it you just fine. didn't like the ending.
1: I don't even remember the ending. They, were they just like, well, well no, we did this spoilers. whole thing and we still don't know.
0: Oh, so that's how it ended. Yeah. Oh, please. We talk about spoilers all
1: the time on this podcast. I know
0: that is kind of basically how it ended, but it's still a thrill ride and I still recommend.
1: What a waste of time. How rude. Uh, why? Because you you it's like you go into it expecting to find an answer and then you leave without knowing any other information to what solve is- a problem.
0: Okay, you might leave without knowing the answer to said problem, but you don't leave without other like new information to help you. Well, I didn't
1: leave with any information. I don't remember anything from it. Yeah, but you
0: don't remember anything for a lot of things. (laughs) Even things you like. (laughs) It's okay, Emily. You don't have to like the things I like. That's kind of the point of this podcast. Um, But when I listened to Wind of Change, I listened to it a while ago and then, you know, I moved on, was listening to kind of my regular podcast I listened to. And then I kind of had like this feeling of, I really want to listen to Wind of Change again, but I don't want it to be about that story. I want something different. Mm -hmm. And so I tried to look up like other podcasts like that. So I looked up on Wind of Change, one of the producers of the podcast is Crooked Media. And so I was like, okay, maybe Crooked Media does other things. And so I looked it up. They do have other investigative podcasts on there. And one of the first ones I listened to was 544 Days. So 544 days is about a journalist from Tehran in Iran. And basically he, you know, this is kind of during the time where there's some tension between Iran and the United States and he's uh, American and Iranian like dual um, citizenship. During this time, there are some nuclear, like, deals that are happening, like, big, you know, global scale, like, the president of the time is, like, talking about, like, what we need to do, and this is during Obama's administration, so he's, like, they're trying to negotiate these different nuclear deals with the countries around the world, and it's a really big deal. And while that's happening, this journalist ends up getting um, kidnapped by the, like, terrorists in Iran and, like, the government, and they basically used him as leverage... Like, if you want your journalist back, you're going to have to do some of these things. And they were using him basically just as a pawn. Yeah. And so this podcast is uh, just about what it was like for him in an uh, Iranian prison for 544 days. And so he just kind of talks about, like, feeling so helpless and the frustration of knowing that he's being a pawn, that he didn't do anything wrong, that he doesn't, this is an unjustified, you know, Um, imprisonment. And so it was just like really interesting to hear his story. And it was cool because he's interviewing all these people who like made it kind of their mission to bring him home and to bring him home and kind of try to separate him from these like nuclear deals that are going on and trying to just bring justice without having to... Involve him in that. And so he's talking like some of the people who are talking on the podcast are his family members, like his brother was a huge advocate for him, um, just different people within the government. And it was just really like kind of an interesting story. And I had never heard about this happening, but apparently it happens actually more frequently than we think, where people are taken hostage and basically used as leverage in deals that are happening like in the political, you know, world kind of realm that they have no influence in. But if you have that dual citizenship, it can sometimes like cause, cause you to become a hostage. Uh
1: My husband's gotta watch out.
0: (laughs) Gotta tell him about this. (laughs) Because where is his second citizenship? England. England, yeah, ooh, you know, (laughs) those Brits. They might want America back someday.
1: (laughs) Uh Watch out. (laughs) Okay, so this guy, the guy who is imprisoned is the one actually on the podcast?
0: Yes, yeah. So he is the one, and he actually wrote a book about his experience. And now he's, like, kind of turned that into podcast form. Um, And just, yeah, talking about just the struggles that he had to go through. And obviously, like, he was in prison and he didn't have, like, he didn't always have access to what was happening in the world. And one of the things he said is, like, you get this just, feeling that nobody is fighting for you nobody even knows that you're there nobody knows that you're going through this um and it was just like really difficult and he was of course married at the time um his wife was also imprisoned for a time i think it was about two months and then she was released um and so for that like two months like he knew that she was also like being tortured and imprisoned and so like just not knowing how she was doing and just Mm -hmm. like kind of all those things. And, and then too, kind of the aftermath, like they end up um, and it's kind of this crazy story of how they end up getting out of Iran and ended up in America. Um, But that at the end, they kind of talk about too how they're not going to be able to return ever. And like for his wife, who's a native Iranian, like she's never going to be able to go home to see her family again or to see where she was born and like how that's really difficult for her. But she knows it's like for the best because, because they could get, you know recaptured again if they were to go back so yeah yeah i just found it really interesting it was inspiring and it was a part of the world that i just like never really thought of and it made me think about like kind of in a new way how these political deals sometimes happen and how people can get taken advantage of and it's just kind of like kind of sad yeah and i mean the america does it too like obviously we don't torture or well Sometimes we, I mean, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. We don't really know what happens. That's a whole nother rabbit hole. We're not going down right now. Um, but we have used hostages as leverage in when we're doing deals and stuff like that. You know, So I can't imagine like how helpless of a position that would like put you in. Like, yeah. so. so that was a really good one. And then I just, right after that, just went down a long rabbit hole. Um, after that, I started listening to This Land which was really interesting. This journalist who is a Native American um, starts looking at sort of these different legal battles that are happening now and in today's day and age. And she's kind of looking at how are these battles sort of affecting tribal lands and tribal sovereignty and kind of tribal power. Uh, That was, I just absolutely found very fascinating because you know, there's a lot of Native American tribes in the US and they actually are their own nation and their own like sovereign power. That, yes, they're also American citizens, but she's also, like, uh, you know, citizen of the Chippewa Nation, like, tribal nation. And that's two. So she has dual citizenship, even though she was born and raised in the U.S. But because the tribes are separate nations, like, she has dual citizenship. Mm. And I didn't even really understand that. I was like, yeah. what? So that I found very interesting. Um, and also, you know, of course, sad, because there's a lot of sad history around Native Americans. Yeah. But I think it's, like... It's stuff that you don't think about or hear about or even read in the news. Or learn about in school. Or learn about in school. And this is important stuff that's going on. And um, And it was just really cool to hear kind of her perspective on it because she's a millennial. She's a young reporter who's kind of exploring this avenue of kind of her heritage and how it's like also affecting, you know, her as just an American citizen. And there's kind of, it's an interesting um, just kind of exploration. Yeah. So I definitely recommend this land. There's two seasons out right now. Um, They both kind of follow the same legal battle that's been happening. And, and I find it interesting too, because there's just a lot that, there's so much that happens on the surface. But when you start to really do an investigation and take the time, like she's been spending years, you know, doing this research on these different cases and trying to figure out like there's a case at the Supreme Court level about a young Native child who got adopted by a white family, but who also had some Native family that wanted to adopt them. And so there's like this legal battle over this child and kind of like. While that's kind of the surface level, there's like a layer underneath of what could happen depending on how this ruling comes out and how it could affect sovereign, like tribal power, and how it could affect like how much influence they have over their own lands, over their own, you know, what's the word, governmental body. Mm-hmm. So super interesting. And I think that's what's gotten me so invested into these podcasts is because they're a deep dive into these investigations that aren't on the news that you don't hear about. Yeah. Like you said, you don't learn about them in school. And so you're able to get this new world. And at the same time, you know, these people, this these reporters and these investigators, like they don't have budgets to make documentary films. They don't have budgets to go to Hollywood and, yeah. you know, make these into a documentary. Mm-hmm. So this is like kind of that best case where it's not just a written form. It's also like you get to listen to it. So, mm-hmm. So that one was really good. Highly recommend this land.
1: Yeah, I really like listening to like informational podcasts when I'm like on a walk or something, because Mm -hmm. I really need to like focus in on what they're saying. (laughs) But I also don't just want to sit there and just listen to something. So
0: how do you like to listen to your investigative podcasts? I like to listen to them in the car or if there's something I can do at work where it doesn't require me having to, I'm a video editor. So a lot of times that requires me to be like listening to something. But sometimes if I'm doing like final edits, like color, or if there's graphics or like different, there's opportunities where I can just sit and listen to something. I love doing that because it does help me focus Mm -hmm. because I'm doing something that doesn't require my full attention, but... It just like hearing somebody talk and hearing their story like does help me to like focus in. So. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like my preferred is when I have to be doing something or if I'm like doing dishes or like I have to be doing something while also listening to a podcast. Yeah. Walking is perfect. Another uh, investigative podcast that I listened to, and again, like these were like all in a string. Like I just kept going because I just found them so interesting. Um, and again, this is another, I think part of why, I found these ones particularly interesting as they are around like American history that I don't know about. And with this land. You don't
1: know about American history? I know, and isn't That's that so
0: embarrassing. <laughs> oh. Emily, who was our second president? Stop. <laughs> anyway, and like with this land, obviously she did dive a little bit into the history, but a lot of it also was just like today too and like things that are going on today. But um, one podcast that I found very interesting is called Mother Country Radicals. And it is about the weathermen. Do you know anything about the weathermen? Have you heard about them? Bob Lindmeyer? Is that your local weatherman (laughs) on the news channel? Love him. (laughs) No, not him. (laughs) So I'll take that as a no. (laughs) It's okay, because I hadn't heard of them either. Wow, we love this
1: when Anne doesn't like say basically that I'm stupid, but just in a nice way. (laughs)
0: It's okay. Uh, Trust me. I didn't know anything about this. Like I had never heard of the Weathermen. I didn't really know any of this history. And I started listening to this podcast and I was like, how did I not know about these things? Namely that, so the Weathermen were a kind of like far left radical group in like the seventies who really promoted like kind of, um, you know, liberal views and they protested the war in Vietnam that was happening. They were promoting, like, the Black Lives. At that time, it wasn't Black Lives movement. It was called something different. Um, Like, the Black Panther movement. That's what else. I had to think about it. I was like, it was Black something. (laughs) they were looking Um, at me like, what is it? I know. (laughs) (laughs) like please like, I can't help (laughs) you. The Black Panthers. um, They were huge supporters of them. Like, kind of that, like, you know, they were very liberal. And very liberal views. And um, they actually, in, like, the 70s, they, like, bombed, um, like governmental buildings like they bombed the pentagon hmm? did you hear about that co- i feel like i did hear about that but i probably was just like wow that's cool Uh yeah continue with my life yeah that's fair uh but yeah, they like would bomb these different buildings and like the, and i never knew about any of this luckily no one was ever um hurt or injured because they would call ahead of time and be like yo we're the weathermen can i just retract my wow that's cool statement <laughs>
1: Wait, why? About what? you were like, did you know that they bombed the Pentagon? I was, And I said, yeah, I probably heard about it. I was like, wow, that's, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, you can retract that. I'm going to just retract and say, yeah, I think I learned about that or heard about that. And then I just continued on with my with life. With your life, There we yeah. go.
0: Okay. And I do find that if there ever is a time where it's something like new information is presented to me, I'm not actually listening and I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. People could be like, "Hey, did you hear about the hurricane that like destroyed this city?" I'm like, hey, "This is cool, what?"
1: <laughs> Until something actually grabs your
0: attention. I know. Like, and then you're like, wait, you were like, "Wait, what?" So I appreciated your take back. Thank you. Um, yeah. So they would call ahead and basically say, "Like, yo, we're the weathermen. We totally put a bomb in your building. It's gonna go off in 20 minutes. Clear the building." And people are like, oh, "Clear the building!" And so nobody got hurt. Um, So that was their intention was never to like hurt people. It was never to like cause harm. They just wanted to cause like destruction of buildings to slow down like the progress of government because they, you know, didn't like what their government was doing. It was a way of protesting. Mm. So I had never heard about that. And so I'm listening to this podcast and this podcast is hosted by Zayd Dorn and he's actually the son of... Bernadette Dorn and she was like one of the main leaders of the Weathermen and for like over a decade she was on the FBI's top 10 wanted list. Whoa. Yeah and so that's kind of interesting too because Zaid was born underground like his mom and his dad they had different names and they didn't like when he was born they were basically like underground and hiding from the government so they had alternate names they he never went to school until he was much older you know like All these different things because they needed to keep low profiles yeah um and so it's him you know getting to kind of explore this his past like his family's past and he interviews like his mom and he interviews his dad and so he does have kind of like this this interesting perspective as a son of these people who are doing these kind of pretty destructive things (laughs) And like, why did they do that? Why was this important to them? And um, it was just really, really interesting. And it was all history I had like never heard of. And I was just like, what? what?" (laughs) Um, And it's interesting, too, because you can kind of see some of the parallels of what it was like in the 70s to what it is now. And you can kind of see what some things have changed, some things haven't. And it's an interesting sort of look back. Um, and I think because he has, you know, one of the last episodes, he talks about specifically the kids who were born from like the Weathermen, like they, cause they were all really young when they started this. Mm-hmm. They were all like fresh out of college, like in their twenties. And for like about a decade, they're, you know running around trying to, they freed people from prisons. They, you know, bombed buildings. They worked with the Panthers. They did all these different things. And then they kind of hit, like, their later 20s, early 30s, and they were like, okay, we want to, like, settle down and have families now. And so they had a lot of these, like, kids who were born out of, like, these groups. And so they had, like, Weatherman kids, basically. And so he, you know, he talks about them and how it kind of, like, infected their upbringing. And it's kind of just this interesting look at history, again, that, like, I never had heard of. Yeah. So... Highly recommend that, it's Mother Country Radicals. And it just came out this year, like it's brand new. So with all these
1: investigative podcasts, is there like a general like trend that you've seen as like they're usually this many episodes or there's like only one season or
0: like- Yeah, that's a good question. The trend I've seen is some of them, like Wind of Change, usually they're around 10 episodes and they're just kind of like, this is our story, this is what we investigated, enjoy, but that's it. Mm-hmm. But then ones like this land, um, they just released to the second season. And so they usually they usually do it by season and it's usually once a year maybe or every other year because they need to take time to do their investigations so usually they're released in seasons each season is around 10 episodes might be a little more might be a little less um mother country radicals they just released their first season which again is 10 episodes uh it sounds like they're going to do another season um but i'm not quite sure because it like i said it just released literally Mm -hmm. in like july of 2022 so it's um, still pretty early, but I think they'll likely do another season. So tends to be seasons, um, unless it's like and or like 544 days, like that's another one where it's it's just kind of he did not done, bit. one and done. He told yeah. a story. So you get varied. Yeah. Um, and I will say too, I do enjoy um, like NPR has a lot of podcasts that um, are more that investigative journalism that I've been enjoying. One of them is Rough Translation, um, and that's where they kind of look at stories from around the world and bring in just like other perspectives and some stories of what people are going through around the world. Um, So I've really been joining that one as well, because again, like what I've been noticing is there's kind of, you can go kind of the like history route or you can kind of go like the present day route and rough translation is more like present day. Like what's happening around the world? What are some interesting stories? What can we share? And um, usually it's kind of more topical, like one of their more recent seasons, they released um, like at work, basically. So what has it been like around the world for people at work and how it's changed because of the pandemic? And so they kind of explored like how people are adapting to work. That sounds so. so boring. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> nuts! <laughs>
1: I'm going to, uh, that one sounds boring. Some of the other okay. ones d- <laughs> didn't sound boring, but that one I'm just like, who cares? We're all living it right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it feels good to know other people around the world are experiencing it too. Oh my gosh. I yeah, we know, we know
1: it, it was a pandemic. It is a pandemic.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> uh, NPR but is just getting low on ideas. ideas maybe. <laughs> I found it interesting. I guess I'm like not as good bar. if <laughs> I found it interesting. Doesn't mean other people will. I don't know. But but I I think if you were to listen to any of them, I think you would enjoy Mother Country Radicals because it's got some humor. um, There are some sad parts, of course, uh, but I think you would enjoy that one. Okay. Okay. So if you
1: had to tell the listeners you could only listen to
0: one, which one would you recommend for a general audience? I think I I would want to go with one that's not a seasonal, like it's just like a one and done so you can kind of dip your feet in and get a sense of it. Um, I mean, they were all really good. I, a part of me wants to say window I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Just because it was my first and it, I personally have a fascination for the Cold War and everything about it. I just find really interesting. Like basically it was a war of espionage, war of spies. And I just, there's so many stories that came out of that when it wasn't even really like a physical war. It was all like just behind the scenes and shadows. And so it's just, there's so much to discover and so much that hasn't been said and so much like, I don't know, it's just super interesting. So I really, I do recommend Mood of Change. If you're not really into like the Cold War espionage or if you don't, or if you, you know, don't wanna, be disappointed by the ending, I guess, because that was what happened to Emily. <laughs> or I would, if you already know the ending, because we already told you in this episode. <laughs> or that I would, I think, my second one I would recommend is 544 Days, because that was it's a good, it's just like ten episodes, it's short, um, and I think it's a really good story. Okay, and so what is your life lesson? I think my life lesson has to be about like. I know that sometimes the news can be really sad from the world. And I I get that. And I'm not saying do like a deep dive and you have to know all of the facts. Like, I'm not saying you have to know everything that's going on right now. But I think it's important, like find a topic or find something that interests you and do actually like do some research on it. Like learn about what's going on in the world, whether that's, you know, maybe you have a passion for. Um, like ending hunger or maybe you have a passion for like just something that excites you and Mm -hmm. like just kind of learn more about it or maybe you do just want to learn about other cultures then start to do that like I do think there is a value in doing and learning about like different things that are going on in the world and different and I really I really do enjoy like good investigative reporting because they do like a full dive into it and like they um I just find it like really interesting. So Emily, what's your life lesson?
1: Hmm, my life lesson is that you should try to branch out from what you maybe normally do or listen to. So if you maybe normally just listen to our podcast, <laughs> thanks. but you should try and branch out and listen to like a different, I don't know, are they called genres? What are they called? Category? Yeah,
0: category, genre. Yeah, of yeah.
1: podcasts. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe investigative podcast sounds interesting to you after yeah. what Anne told you. Maybe you should listen to Wind of Change. Maybe you should listen to 544 Days. I might try to listen to that one or maybe that other one, Mother, whatever it's Mother called. Country Radicals. Mother Country Radicals. Or this land. Or this land is your land. Okay. <laughs> um so yeah, I think you should just like there's literally so many podcasts out there. There are. Yeah. So I would just find a new one in a different category and see
0: Yeah, and see and if you see like. What you think. If you like storytelling, if you like you know, if you like reading stories or if you just like a good story, try an investigative podcast because they do usually try and incorporate it into more of a storytelling aspect. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's different from just like our podcast where we're kind of talking. It's different from like a comedic podcast or a d and podcast or, you know, the ones I like. Um, so it's, it's fun to like sit and kind of listen to a story. Mm-hmm.